We've got some <laughs> Hey, I'm Luis. And I'm Luis. And you're listening to the Content is Profit podcast. And we spent the last four years learning the strategies and techniques from some of the top marketers in the world on how to create content that turns into profit. If you'd like to learn how to turn that content into profit, just go to contentsprofit.com. Step number one is right there for you. Yeah, absolutely. Go check it out right now. We're actually updating that page soon. And Coming it's going to have soon. some real goodness in there, what we call hashtag juicy juicy oh baby we're so, evolving we're evolving go check it out right bigger, now. bigger and better things let's I know, go I was say, we're evolving to better pokemons <laughs> wow uh, yeah wow wow hey, the nerd l- leave, leave the nerd away okay yeah, it's okay we we embrace that side of us just so you guys know <laughs> that's right but today we got an incredible couple here as guests what are we talking about Fonzie? an Tell incredible me. topic how niching down and publishing can be a rewarding and powerful journey that's gonna be so good i know you you did that hook right there i'm proud of you that was a good one yeah that was pretty good (laughs) yes i know i work better under pressure all right fancy tell me do we have a sponsor today indeed we do thank you for asking you're welcome and today's sponsor is your own the biz bros yes we sponsor our own episode thank you with content momentum and you might be asking what is content momentum and how can i learn more from it how can i join content momentum well if you produce a long form piece of content just like this one that you're listening to or watching and you want to maximize your efforts right you need a plug and play team that comes Mm. and turn that content into value packed bite-sized assets so then you can maximize your reach amplify your impact we are here for you slide at the dms at bizbrosco on facebook on instagram i know guys follow the show too because every tuesday thursday and saturday the audio comes out with incredible value where you can take action and gain incredible momentum and follow us on social media at bizbrosco because all the golden boulders and that value packed assets that Fancy is mentioning are distributed all over social media for you to learn take action and gain momentum absolutely mm. if you find today's episode impactful please don't forget to share it because you know you might be impacting somebody else's life as well and don't forget to leave a review or feedback if you may it helps us rank a little bit higher so we can reach more people and help others so that is the selfish uh, the selfish ask for the day that those two words are very difficult to put together selfish ask (laughs) i don't know why every single time i'm trying to say those it's tough but you know what to do thank you so much today we bring you a two for one two incredible guests friends and members of the content is profit network family today's conversation is one we are very excited about that is right today's guests were part of the first ever public 45 live and they absolutely crushed it they are no strangers to publishing they host morning morning moments matter and soon midlife realigned oh although they might seem like your friendly neighborhood entrepreneurs they're actually seasoned veterans in the art of business Mm -hmm. one of them worked in an industry for decades before transitioning into entrepreneurship while the other one started her entrepreneurial journey in the early 90s pre-google look at that let me tell you this they are still the friendly neighborhood entrepreneurs they are absolutely amazing they're so cool i hope you have your coffee pen and paper ready Please welcome founders of Connect Over Coffee and incredible friends, Tim and Michelle. What's up, guys? Hey, y'all. Hey, how's it going? Good to see y'all. 
I know. Then, we're so excited to have you guys here. I think this is long overdue, honestly. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I, I, and I want to give you props because, you know, after 45 Live, I mean, everything that you guys have done, but we extended the invitation. And we're like, you know, anybody here in the channel, just work on that, come into the show and, you know, share their adventures and stuff. And you guys were like, let's go and do it. And uh, I'm, I'm excited <laughs> because I, I don't think we've ever had this conversation with you guys where we dug into, you know, your 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 past, your beginnings, and then coming together as as, a, as business partners and as a couple, right? So I'm extremely excited and extremely honored to to have you guys on the show. So thank you. You're so welcome. We are glad to be here. Yeah, we're excited. It, and a lot of what we're doing now has to do with 45 Live. So it, it's a perfect, yeah. perfect time to talk about it for sure. Wow, thank you. Thank you. That, that just, you're going to bring tears to my eyes, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, we haven't even so, have started yet. It's so exciting. You guys I, have no idea that Fonsi was this emotional, did you? Yeah, to, today I feel, I don't know why, like <laughs> the, the stars must be aligned or something. I'm, I'm, I'm a little emotional today. Yeah. But guys, let's, you know, for those that don't know who Tim and Michelle are, Tell us a little bit about your background and how did you guys get to where you are right now? Sure. Well, what we do right now is that we help coffee lovers develop habits and practices that free them up to focus their energy and effort on the things that matter most. We are located in Middle Tennessee. One of us is a coffee addict. One of us <laughs> thinks that coffee is only good as an ice cream flavor. But both of us love to unleash potential in people. So we are at the very start of this entrepreneurial journey together, although we had kind of been talking about it for years. And when the pandemic hit, kind of forced our hand because uh, we were in the same industry, which absolutely crashed. It's com almost completely based on in-person uh, contact. And so Tim lost his job and my business sank. And so we actually got a little bit more serious pretty quickly about it. Mm. So that's where we are. Yeah. Wow. I, right. Yeah. It was something we had talked about, you know, wanting to do. And it was kind of a, a thing about coffee or since I love coffee so much, how can we you know do a business about it? Yeah. But with the other job, I traveled five states and I was gone all the time. It didn't leave a whole lot of time to do the side hustle. But then when I lost my job with the pandemic, I had a lot more time. So we thought it was a unique opportunity to to pull together our resources and, and just take the leap. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I commend you guys. Like, thank yeah. you for, for taking that leap because, you know, I've, I've been, you know, firsthand by jumping into your clubhouse room a few days. Uh, I, I've been the witness of, of the goodness right, that you guys also provide through the conversations and through through your community. So I, I, I thank you for, for taking that leap. And I, and I love the fact that you guys, you know, took something that you guys love, either the on the, the coffee form or the ice cream form. And, and it's something that also a lot of entrepreneurs have in common, right? So as you guys were explaining your story, in my head, I'm like, huh, that's that's a pretty interesting uh, angle, right? Because it's like the one thing that that we all consume through this entrepreneurial journey, right? Like I, I was never considered myself like a, a coffee lover or a coffee consumer even. And then all of a sudden I'm finding myself, hey, maybe I'll have one cup of coffee. Maybe I'll have two. And then I'm calling, you know, my, my our mom that she's addicted to coffee. Like she cannot start her day without like yeah. having coffee, right? I'm like, hey, what are some good coffee beans? That Yeah, exactly. You know, Tim, you know, probably <laughs> the same thing. And and I love that because it's, it's the one thing that brings a lot of us together in different fields, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're a leader of a company. And it's that thing that Tayo's emotionally. So I love the fact that you guys are grabbing that passion and creating a community around it, right? And, and content around it and a lot of value around yeah. that one thing. I mean, not only that, coffee, 
is for some this so, represents a sacred moment of their day <laughs> yeah. where, where they are journaling right they're by themselves maybe reflecting or just sitting in the porch watching the sunrise you know i think everybody does it differently but it does represent some sort of sacred moment and i love that you guys are taking that And you guys are, you know, the other passion, which is helping others, right? Live their best life, right? Improve themselves. And you guys are like, huh, let's merge those two right there, right? Let's merge that sacred moment, right? The, the object that goes and triggers that sacred moment. And let's attach yourself to that. So I think that is absolutely amazing. And I definitely want to dig a little bit more into that. But before diving into that section, I'm curious on... What are some lessons that you guys learned in your, I'm going to call it your previous life, right? <laughs> uh, Pre-connecting with coffee. Uh, what are some lessons that maybe you have bring along into your journey that have helped you build what you're building right now? I think that our skill sets and even personality are kind of, are different, but very complementary. So the things that I kind of come in with is this mm -hmm. long history of, online marketing and being in the online world and being an entrepreneur and what that looks like on a day-to-day -day basis. And not only the business side of it, but how do you deal with that and, and as part of your life? Like, how do you do it and not let it take over your mm. life? Um, you know, the whole issue of boundaries and how to handle that, but also some of the kind of tangible skill sets. So I do the tech side of it, but Tim comes in with a whole history of networking uh, being in sales my entire life and you know covering five states and doing national trade shows my skill set is networking and connecting people and that's how kind of the connect part came to, to do because i know a lot of people in a lot of different industries if i see somebody who has a need here and i know somebody who can fill that need mm. it makes my heart happy to, to hook those two up And I get nothing from it. I just help them out. I, I'm just a connector and a and a helper. Yeah. And that's where my skills come in as far as, you know, being able to communicate that and help people that way. Wow. So we do, you know, play off of each other very well. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I can definitely see. Calls. Oh, sorry, Michelle. Sorry, what did you say? I said he has to make all the phone calls. He has to make all the <laughs> phone calls. not like the phone. Oh, that, I, that, you, Michelle, you relate a lot with Fonzie yeah. on that, in that sense. You yeah. know, I'm, uh, <laughs> so, Tim, you're, you're, you're Team Louisa over here, man. Yeah, right, no, right, I, right. I, I can actually <laughs> right. see uh, similarities over yeah. here, right? Like, Michelle, I relate a lot to what you were talking about. Right. And I when 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 Tim was sharing what he did, right, and what his passion is and what he likes to do and his skill set, I'm like, oh, that relates more honestly to my brother. Like I love the connecting aspect of it too, but definitely my brother does it way better. Right. Oh, he, thank you. He's the one that, you know, <laughs> keeps the does the maintaining of the relationships and stuff like that. And that is something that I'm telling myself that I need to do better as well. Right. But you know, It is something needed in the entrepreneurship world. At the end of the day as well, you need to build those relationships. They're so, so important, right? And for us, Content is Profit has been a platform to, to build relationships, right? We leverage the platform to build incredible relationships and friendships, you know, just like this one right now. We're reinforcing our friendship and making it even stronger by sharing yeah. everybody's message right here. So I'm... Before you go to the question, over. <laughs> no, that's fine. Before before you go to the question, because Fonzie's questions are way better than mine. Oh, thank uh, you. <laughs> uh, see, that's just full of compliments today. So, 
I want to highlight something that you said, Michelle, right? Like the, the skills complement each other, right? And that's mm. something that for us in our personal journey, that was really, it took us a while to, to, to understand because we weren't really sure what our skills were at the very beginning, right? Like we, we just jumped from literally college that with all the respect of the industry, they don't teach you anything about running a real business, right? Zero. Like at least that was my experience. And we jumped immediately into, Hey, let's actually create a business on what? I don't know. Let's sell stickers and let's sell t-shirts. And then it evolved into social media and all these things. Right. And throughout those five years, you know, we both executed as basically one person. We were both in the same call. We we're both in the same meeting. We we're both in the same thing. And I don't know if that, that was helpful at the time to grab traction because we supported each other. But at the same time, we remember this one moment where Fonzie turned around and we're like, we've been, and I think it was an, a live event. And he's like, we've been acting as one and it's two of us. What the heck? Right. And we, that was the moment that we identified. We're like, huh, what are our unique you know, skills that we can bring to the table, right? And we're brothers. We got raised very similarly, right? Like we have similar skills, but at the same time in this year of publishing, I think we've identified the areas, right? And we're right now going through a process of planning the entire next year, right? Our year goes from July to July. And we're now assigning that not only for us, but for the team, like what are the lanes, right? That we actually have to be hyper-focused. And when you mentioned that, Michelle, like it resonated so much because I think that's so useful for entrepreneurs that are starting that venture, right? Like, so I, I love the fact that you guys were able to identify those from the very beginning. And I feel like that's such a that's such an important lesson for everybody listening and starting a business or starting to publish on what, what to do next. So uh, was the process that easy or were you guys had a little bit of friction in there where like, hey, you know, we might be overlapping. And then how was the process of you guys to start implementing these different lanes? A lot of it right now was skill-based. I mean, we've known for, we've known each other for, I don't know, 15, 20 years or something like that. So we've known kind of for a long time that our personalities were different, complementary but different. Uh, but I think our skill sets have dictated that right now because I can do the tech stuff and the, um, I don't know, the marketing stuff that, that he doesn't have the skill set to do. So that kind of automatically falls on me. Yeah. So in that case, we were like, all right, so then what can you do that will benefit the business as much as the stuff that I'm working on. And so that has been not entirely frictionless. Mm. Right. It's, you know, I want to contribute and there's some things that I don't know, or I know that should be done, but I don't know how to do them or it's too vague and fuzzy for me, but I work very good off a, a target to do list. If you give me a list and we come up with the list together or whatever, then I can I can just attack him and, and go down the list. Yeah, mm. I'm super strategy oriented and he's really um, action, get it done, knock down the list kind Love of oriented. And so Love it's it. been sort of natural, but it's still a process. Like we don't have it down yet. Yeah. So yeah. Michelle, I see you as kind of like, I mean, and, and when it's a, a team of two, this concept might be a little fuzzy, how, how Tim said it, but I see a little bit as a visionary, right? Like the strategist and Tim as the integrator, like, like okay, these are the things that need to yeah. get done. Boom, boom, let's tackle them. Let's get it done, right? So, I, I mean, I think it's a, it's a dream team right here. And yeah. then add, add coffee to the mix. <laughs> uh, wow, that's like, yeah, 10x the, the effects of that awesome partnership. Yeah. I love it because there, there's a, there's a <laughs> I love it because you know the the foundation is there right like for yeah. us the first three years we struggle a lot with traction because that foundation wasn't there so 
Um, that's why I kind of harp a lot in, in this sense because it, it is very helpful when mm. people are starting, especially let's say people are tackling, let's say the business is under control, right? But they might be tackling a new process like publishing, for example, right? We need to know what those roles are, right? Like, am I going to be the attractive character? Am I going to be the production side of things? And and it applies that framework that you guys have been able to discover, right? Through yep. your personalities and when you guys started working together in this new project, right? I think that's so useful to to uh, to know, right? So maybe like what would be like one piece of advice uh, before Fonzie does the, tra- the the transition here, like what is one point of advice like in that topic specifically? What is the number one thing that people should be looking for when you know starting building those processes in a new in a new venture in a new area of their business? You're looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I think it is you know each person do reflection and figure out what your strengths are and then come together and say, mm-hmm. well, here's what I'm good at. Yeah. Here's what you're good at. How can we, you know, fold that together where we're both working because there's been some times when it's, it's a techie day or a techie week. And at, at the position we're at now, I know my time's coming. <laughs> so, you know, when, once we get the community going and I'm yeah. the networker and all that, but right now I'm like, well, I, I don't feel like I'm doing as much and she's really working really hard. And I know it'll, it'll flip over once the tech is done and, and all that. And the community starts, then it's yeah. my time, but realizing that helps. Otherwise I feel like I, I'm not as big a partner or not contributing as much. And I would say that as you look to bring other people into your business, whether they are contractors or employees or partners that to be really aware not to bring in someone who is the same as you because our instincts mm-hmm. are to bring in the people that are like us we yeah. were attracted to them they work well with us but instead we ought to bring people in who are different than us so that they yeah. can complement and build up those areas that where were we yeah absolutely I, I love the the reflection and assessment of you know personality strength weaknesses right uh, I personally think people don't take the time to do that, right? Uh, and in every aspect of, of, of their life, if I'm being honest, most people, right? I don't, I'm probably generalizing a little bit, but most people don't take the time to sit down and invest the time on doing those reflections and thoughts and then saying, okay, these are the strengths, these are the weaknesses, where are we going to feed each other, right? And, you know, it, it's the same when we do... Content, right? Content multipurpose. And we sit down and we're like, okay, what does the process look like? We have a process of laying everything on the table and saying, huh, let's organize it. Let's prioritize. And then we execute accordingly. So, and, and I think it mm-hmm. is a principle that just fits in lots of places in, in life, honestly, not just in business. So thank you so much. Let's transition a little bit to the content creation side of things, right? Uh, before diving into like specific questions, I'm curious on learning a little bit about what was your experience with content? What were, what were your thoughts about content before, you know, starting to publish? So, you know, Michelle, you were in the entrepreneurial world uh, in the early 90s. What was your thought about publishing throughout those years? And Tim, in the industry that you were, what was your your thoughts about publishing when you were in there or Maybe what there weren't any thoughts about publishing at the moment. Who knows? Publishing in the 90s, you know, it was before social media. It was so, so different. 
um, we were concerned with publishing websites. Like, mm -hmm. and, and when I started, websites had no, uh, like when you go to an e-commerce site now, and we were an e-commerce-ish company, you know what to expect. You, you expect how a sales cart works. You expect how a catalog online works. None of that existed. Yeah. When we started and so we were making websites that there was no continuity kind of across the internet so people had no expectations mm. um, and so one of the things that was most important for us at that time was simply to develop authority because in those days the one thing that people would immediately do when they went to a website was not buy something it was pick up the phone and call you and try to figure out if you were a scammer or a legit business like wow. that's what their first question was it's like are you for real like will you really help me <laughs> or are you just some internet scammer which they don't even know what that meant at the time they just knew that people had said it was dangerous to do business online yeah and so we spent years and years just trying to establish authority certainly it doesn't look that much different now except that you start at a different spot you don't have to establish necessarily that you're a legit business although you you know, there are certain trust factors that you kind of do, but it's the same game. It's just in a different in a different area in social media. And, and we have so many more opportunities to publish now than we did then. And we thought it was huge then that this whole new Internet thing yeah. um, gave us all of this unlimited opportunity. We just have yeah. different kinds of opportunities now. Absolutely. I, lo I love that. The different kind of opportunities. And I think with me from coming, being in outside sales, you know, you still have to have content and, you know, publishing, but it's more of a relational type thing. I mean, mm. I traveled to trade shows. I saw people, I went to their offices and yeah. they needed to see what I bring to the table, what content of the company that I work for and build that relationship. And then they would want, you know, feel safe buying from me. Yeah. And one thing that I, that I'm blessed to have built those relationships of when I did switch companies for whatever reason, someone out of business or merged or whatever, my customers would follow me to the next place. They're like, oh, well, Tim was doing good there. We trust Tim. He's at this company now. I'll buy what he's selling there because we trust him because it becomes the relationship of the, you know, the content first and then the relationship builds after that yeah wow i i, I love this story i know you want to say the, something here i uh, think we're gonna say the same thing i just want to recap here a little bit right M michelle you you talk about that authority that was the importance at that moment right people were ca calling just asking are you a scammer so the goal was to come up as a legit you know a legit website that you know did legit business and establish that authority and tim what you share right is you need to build that trust within uh the, the the industry that you were building that trust and relationships and what i'm seeing here is like those are aspects that literally they drip into now content and social media you still need to develop that authority Right, you still need to develop that trust, and I think social media, what has done and content, right, it, it kind of like triggered this to be built a little bit faster. So it's you're now jumping in a roller coaster, and you can build authority and trust literally within one day with some people because somebody might consume, you know, one piece of information that you maybe you put on YouTube, and they're like, huh. This is interesting. Let me research them a little bit. And they go into your Instagram and now they start, you know, swiping and seeing all the content. And in one day, you can literally gain those people trust and build authority 
in that community with that, with that person. So I find that super interesting how those elements from, you know, a few years back or other industries, right, are still present today. It's just a different medium to develop those. Yeah. When when we shift the per the perception right on from the hacks and the tricks and because we try that for years, like for our own like sticker companies and the t-shirt and all that stuff and It was very frustrating because every single day we're going to see a new hack, a new trick, right? And then we decided, like, let's stop with that. Like, let's stop it because it's been horrible. Uh, it's it's a pain to try to keep up. And then, you know, when you start implementing one, then a new one comes up and then it's shiny object syndrome and you're like, ah, and then it's like the hamster wheel, right? 24-7. So uh, that's why we're so passionate about principles and foundations. And these are some of the elements that, and I loved how how you guys how we went before the publishing aspect because those elements are still there it's just mm -hmm. the distribution channel that happens it's it's something that it, it, one mm -hmm. of the conversations that we often have is um uh, you know the the podcast right how, how does the audio like uh perform right and, and people show that the podcast we got to be clear is like a distribution channel right it's just the audio but for us we don't call this show a podcast it has a podcast we but call it, it a fun cast Yeah, <laughs> that's a new that's a new branding. Apparently, uh, we haven't officially decided if it's gonna be a fun cast or no. But <laughs> I love it. I love. It. Anyway, but yeah, the fun cast is really a show, right? What happens is the show becomes a platform, and then we utilize these distribution channels, podcasts, social media, X Y Z, right, to, to distribute that content. So really, like we see the show as a, as this entire machine that is not just the podcast side of things. So, but it's based on the principle of. Things that you just mentioned, like building that authority, building that trust to develop those relationships. So I, I think you guys are running the money and I, and I, and I love it because you also got started from that place of principles and foundation. So I want to encourage, you know, you, the listener, please go ahead and revisit what you guys are doing today as far as like social media. Are we paying attention to, you know, the hacks and the, and the tricks and the things that, that we see all over the place? Or are we actually paying attention of what is the foundation? What is that base that we're building our message on to make sure that no matter what the tool is, no matter what, you know, distribution channel we're using, still consistent, we can crush that. Because without consistency, then that authority and that trust, you know, uh, doesn't exist at yeah. the end of the day. I, I just want to add that, The authority and trust, they fit perfectly into the acronym of art, right? I mean, we... You we, guys made him proud. You yeah, guys made him proud. I mean, we, we <laughs> share that, that, that consistency is art, right? And art stands for authority, relevancy, and trust. So I'm so excited that you guys shared that with us. And I was like, ah, oh, look at that connection. That's so cool. Um, now, let's go a little bit more into the present day, right? What how that perspective on content has changed for you guys and how does that how has the journey looked like for you guys when you guys started uh maybe there were there challenges that you guys faced getting in front of the camera sharing your message and how how that has evolved because now i see you guys mul have multiple shows almost have multiple shows <laughs> <laughs> by next week this time we'll yes. have multiple shows yes <laughs> <clears throat> the definitely, you know, to we owe a big uh, gratitude to y'all because the 45 Live really helped us get comfortable in front of the camera, to go live in front of the camera and develop content. And it changed along the way. And I think when we first, when I first thought about it, I'm like, 45 days is a long time. What are we going to talk about? 
for that long for 45 days and it changed along the way and so the longevity of the 45 days i think helped us get to where at the end it was completely different than it was at the beginning certain aspects of it so you just need to be consistent and and that and that's a very difficult thing for a lot of people to do is the consistency they may do it for two or three days or they do it once a week and then they get busy with other things but if you commit to the 45 day you know the consistency then it gives you the authority like we were talking about because they can go back and look at our feeds and go well they were there every day they mm. they did this they did that on instagram and, and everywhere it gives you that authority and then they start to trust you it just goes right into your art you know analogy i think that for tim when you you have always been really good at kind of the personal branding side of it like you pick two lanes and that's what you post about and everyone knows you for that when he decided to i'm the coffee guy he started posting nonstop about coffee now that's what people know him for yes and so i think you were really good at that side of it but the side of it where okay so now what is our brand message and who are we as a company and what how do we relate this to our products i think that was a real learning process mm -hmm. during the 45 life for you I think one of my challenges with content has always been, I get tired of it. <laughs> I just get tired of doing it. And so yeah. I, and if I lose too much time, like if I'm not doing the thing that feeds my head and my heart, then the content comes out stable. And so finding that balance of time or having enough time to think about what I wanna do and then actually do it, that balance has been hard for me. Getting on camera was hard for me at first. Uh, when I started going live every day, March 13th of 2020, it was the, the day that everything shut down. Yeah. And I have a, a ministry page that's not anything that we're really um, working together on. But I decided that I was not gonna do the content I normally did on that page. I was just gonna come on every day at, I think it was eight o'clock or something like that. And I was just simply gonna pray with people. Mm -hmm. And so people seem to need encouragement and they seem to, ne to need kind of a solidarity with other people. And so I did that and I started going live and I stopped worrying about what I looked like on camera. I stopped worrying about being perfect on camera because when you do it every day, it just becomes natural. I used to not like speaking in front of people, but when I did it every day in college or three times a week in front of a class, you, it, you develop a knack for it. And sometimes it even turns out that you actually enjoy doing that. And so yeah. the consistency of going um, over a long period of time got me over kind of the fear, but unless you actually do it, it, it you're just going to be thinking about how bad it is when it's really not that bad. Yeah. I, I love that. You know, confidence yeah. comes from experience and experience comes from consistent practice. Right. And, and that is the, the whole right. premise of, of it, right. Of content. And I love that you guys touch a few, a few points here. Right. I mean, Tim, you, you enjoyed it. You embrace that message. Right. And you, you're going with it, right. You're the coffee. guy. I follow you. I, I love the, the coffee <laughs> memes that you put. I love all that stuff. Um, I, I, I leave some comments there once in a while. And Michelle, I, I totally relate to you with the sense of, wow, you know, sometimes I don't want to publish, right? And that I agree 100% with that. Like, that is a very real feeling. And that's where I'm guessing the strategic mind comes in place, right? It's like, okay, well, what is the process that I can put in place 
so I can develop a strategy around publishing that I'm going to stick to for the long term. It's not not something I'm just going to do for three days, something that I can stick to for the next, let's say, three months and test it if it actually works, yeah. right? And I think that is important because, you know, we... Yes, we mostly address the, the publishing, go live, right? You need to be in, in front of the people that you're trying to help. Um, but I think that is so real, the fact that, you know, I don't feel like making content today. And that is totally okay. That is 100% okay, right? Like for the, that person listening right now, it, that might be you as well. You might feel like, oh, but I don't want to publish all the time. What I would say is, you need to probably put some of your efforts in the front end, a little bit of that strategy thinking and say, okay, how can I leverage? Mm -hmm. So guess what? Maybe I publish, do one podcast once a week. And then from that podcast, I have a bunch of assets. What? Wink, wink, <laughs> wink, wink, content momentum here. Well, I don't know. Um, but <laughs> so, the, so the reason, I mean, the reason we, we mention it is because we were there, right? Like, mm -hmm. I, and I think, you know, we resonate so much with, with, uh, with what you guys have gone through as well, because we, we live the exact same situation. Right. And, you know, the reason we do the show three times a week and when people hear that, they're like, oh my gosh, it's so intimidating. It's not just the promotion aspect. Yeah, it does help, but it's also because we use our show as a platform to test our team, right? Like we give them a ton of content so they can try and do different things. And accountability. And accountability <laughs> as well. So for us and, and develop relationships. And so there's a lot of pluses, right? That that oh, that the overall picture, like it does help us execute. But at the same time, if, if those pieces might not be there for that business and we understand different businesses are in different places, right? There's different points of entry where we can still do it. And I love the fact that you guys recognize that from the very beginning. I remember a conversation, Michelle, with you. Uh, it was around day 10, right? We were at Boise and we had that Zoom call in the group. And you were like, man, it's day 10. Like, I'm feeling the hump, right? And it was like normally around day 10, day 15. Like, I still have a month to go, man. Like, <laughs> what is this? Ah, and and I remember like right after that we had the the incredible conversation where like hey guys it's a commitment right like we get to do this right we get to have these conversations we get to do this and and I think it came from you guys like it was so so powerful and I think it was the first time that we had that that conversation that was so real but then even for us because we were executing just like with you guys so we we're feeling the same thing like around day 10 we we're like oh man <laughs> like 30 days to go but it's like okay can we put in the work can we do the message and I and Props to you guys. Like you guys completed it. I and 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 incredible. And I love what team you say. Like that journey of within those forty-five days, the starting point was very different to the ending point, right? And there's always something to gain. And I think that's that's something that people have to understand when it comes to publishing. That evolution is going to happen at a personal level and mm. at a production level as well, depending on the resources that we assign for it. To the point that you guys are launching a second show. I mean, that's such a wonderful thing to to do, and right, like, and we talked about the publishing pyramids and how would that have, you know, uh, how can we implement in each of the show depending on the objective and the profit on the back end. But I love the fact that you guys are taking action, and and this is one of the things that resonated the the, the most with me when you know when we you know invited people into come to show. I'm like, ah, we really want them to come in here because. They've taken action and, uh, and you know, the fact that you guys are, are doing what you're doing and helping and I live it because I've been part of those conversations in the mornings and, and th they helped me in those drives that I had to do before we, we moved the studio. So I thank you for that and I appreciate you because, and I want to encourage people that are in that position to actually go execute because the impact, whether it's one person or thousands, is 
is so valuable. So please continue to publish. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 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 uh, curious. Thank you. I'm a little bit curious on, I mean, not curious, honestly. I'm like, I want you guys to use the stage right now to share with the, the, the person that is listening. Um, how can they listen more and hang out more with you guys and, you know, use their sacred moment with coffee, right, to improve their life? I, I, I really want you guys to share more about that. I'll take that one. Okay. Spartan, you can finish okay. up. Um, we came to the whole idea of what we do with this particular ritual that we share with people because of Tim's love for coffee. And we were very interested as to, we started digging into what he loves so much. And lots of people have coffee boxes available and sell coffee. And we don't make our own coffee. We don't roast coffee. And so that's not... Um, We aren't able to profit from that. It's a commodity. There's not a lot of extra profit just from selling coffee if you don't make it yourself. And so we were kind of thinking about all the things that surround coffee. And the two things that stood out to us, one was Tim really loves the ritual. He loves the getting the thing and smelling it and grinding it. And it, it takes 20 minutes to make a cup of coffee. And he also one of the other things that we think is so important about coffee over history is that it's a gathering place like mm. people connect over coffee in a very real way coffee houses are where revolutions were born coffee houses are where you have important conversations with people they're where those things that they're where we go to work now and they're where we go to visit with people and so that connection part was really important to us. And so when we started thinking about how we could add value to this thing that people do every day and give them kind of this moment in time, when we, we started really talking about this, it was far into the pandemic and people needed, they needed a grounding space and all of their rituals and mornings had been interrupted. Yeah. If things weren't the way they were, they've, they've not the way they've always been, more people were working from home. And so we created this ritual that would be an easy first step into a morning routine. So mm -hmm. the advice with morning routines is typically change your whole morning and do it all at once. And so we wanted to give people an easy first step. And so mm -hmm. it, There's a guidebook that comes every month with the really amazing coffee that Tim sources. And it guides you through this everyday daily action of engaging your body and your heart and your mind in the time it takes to brew your coffee. Now, it doesn't take 20 minutes. Tim's coffee takes 20 minutes. <laughs> Most people's coffee only takes five. And so it's a really simple first step that people can it. use to create this kind of oasis in their own morning. Yeah. And because, you know, the connection part, people needed the connection part in the in the coffee shops with each other, you know, with other people. But during the pandemic, I think we needed to connect with ourselves. Mm, and yes. so that's how we've got you can either connect with others or connect with yourself. And with the the spark book, it has a question and each month has a theme. We've done celebration. We've done imagine. We've done choose. And each day has a question about that. And then a gratitude prompt as well so that you you It's something that you're grateful for. And then it starts your day in a positive way that carries all the way throughout. So that's that's the whole with the Morning Moments Matters coffee box where we send you, you know, subscription or one time box. You get that coffee for a whole month and you get the booklet. Michelle creates artwork around celebrate or whatever the theme is for that month. That's in there as a piece that you can put on your table. 
um, or hang on your wall to remind you throughout the day of, okay, I need to celebrate or what am I choosing or what am I imagining or, yeah. or you know, that way. Um, and there's stickers, which y'all used to do and, and coasters as well to put your coffee cup down on. So they get so goodies cool. along the way too. But that's just a, you know, one way, because like Michelle said, when you, most things says you got to overhaul your whole life and you do too much. And by day 10, you're done because it's too much and you mm -hmm. quit. And then you feel bad because you didn't, yeah. do, you didn't finish the program. This is, the, is just a spark. It's a start program that once you start that ritual, you get in that habit, then you put something else on that. And then you start stacking those smaller habits and then you have, yeah. you know, change that, that for the better. Yeah, I love it. Absolutely love it. I love, I get, it's kind of like for so, full circle to what we talked before is that reflection as that that we're talking about yourself, right? You said in the pandemic, it became about looking inside because now we're not surrounded by everybody at all time and distractions, right? Like that don't let us actually get in, in our head and deal with, you know, whatever is going on in there. And now, and it, right when the pandemic hit, a lot of people were, some of them were alone 100% in their houses, right? And it's like, huh, now I got to deal with the person that I'm going to be stuck for the rest of my life, right? And that person is yourself, yeah. And you start finding, you know, things that maybe you want to change, you want to improve, maybe things that you're going to, you know, love about yourself, all these things. And I love how you guys put it about the, the act of, like, just being, Right. It's like, let's use this for you to concentrate on yourself and improve yourself one step at a time. Because, yeah. Michelle, what you said is, I mean, it, it, it is, honestly, uh, every morning routine they hear is like, yeah, you got to do this and that and and meditate and go run and, <laughs> and wake up at 5 a.m. with your left foot first. Right. Like, and then your morning, things. your morning ends at 3 p.m. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That is like your morning is like eight hours. But it's like change completely 100%. And that comes with a lot of friction, right? And we talk a lot of times about uh, frictionless, right? How can we make it frictionless? And you guys focus in on an easy first step to do that. I think that is absolutely amazing. So I want to encourage people to go learn more about you guys, listen to your show, join your clubhouse room, obviously go and get the box. So where do they do all that? They can go to connectovercoffee.net, and if they want the info on the box, especially if they're hearing this little behind-the-scenes live bit, the, the next box is available for the next probably 24 hours, and they can go to connectovercoffee.link backslash MMM. Nice. And the June, that's for the June box, and that theme is Headspace. <clears throat> so we're talking about, you know, getting in your head and, and you know, what – the power that your mind has, the questions are based around that. Yeah. So that's what the theme for June is. If they're listening live within the next four hours or so for June. Um, and that Love link it. is always the same. Yeah. The, the connectovercoffee.link backslash, uh, backslash MMM is always the link to go to the most current box. So Perfect. if you're hearing this later, maybe for the July box, that link is always the same. Yeah. I, I just want to confirm the link. I'm writing it down down here. It's connectovercoffee.link slash MMM. Yep. Right. That's perfect. And we're, we're going to leave it in the description. So, you know, if you're listening right now, I want to get the, the, the most... What is it? The 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 the, the next one. The, the next one. Yeah, the box that is coming uh, out. Today. I was gonna say the the most urgent. No, 
My English is not very good looking today. <laughs> wow. The one well, that you need to get this reason. month. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's all you got to do is scroll down and click that link and it's going to take you there. I love it, guys. I, I've been on this incredible uh, self-discovery journey with my mornings. And, you know, for the past week and a half, I've been waking up before 6 a.m. and it's been incredible. And it's all about building that habit. I've encountered in the past a lot of friction. So the fact that you guys are providing this solution for people to take that first step and create an experience out of it, that's how you attach it. And I love for all the coffee mm. lovers out there. And even if you're not a coffee lover, right? Like, get it. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, it's going to be incredible and build a habit. Yeah, exactly. Michelle is like raising her hand right now. It's like ice cream. Uh, you guys got to figure out a way on how to sell, like, how to send the ice cream, you know, the coffee ice cream as well. Because, you know, I'm going to be devouring that as well. But uh, incredible, guys. Thank you so much for, for sharing your journey, for sharing how, you know, you're niching down on your passion and creating this incredible change and, and building a business, you know, around the things that, that you love. So I appreciate you guys, the, the time spent with us today. Is there anything else that you want to add that we might have, you know, ignored or forgot to ask? Um, I just want to thank y'all for this experience of being on your podcast. I love your show. I listen on the behind the scenes and comment a lot of times. Um, and thank you for the 45 lot, because we really do owe a lot of what we started to the 45 live consistency going live making the, sh the current show that we have the morning Mo morning moments matter show um that we do live on facebook and then turn into a podcast and then it's evolving into our next program too that we're launching the second podcast and the other program as well so i just want to thank you uh both for what you've helped us do wow thank you so Definitely. much Definitely, our experience with you guys and with 45 live has been nothing but nothing but amazing and so we so appreciate you guys thank you wow thank no, you no, for those kind words now you're gonna make me cry guys like what the heck <laughs> we, uh, st we started the episode crying now we're living crying yes <laughs> thank you guys so much we wish you all the best obviously you know you're part of the the fam now and you guys have two brothers here in florida so you know every time you visit please let me know and uh yeah you're, we're, we're family now you guys are stuck with us <laughs> i uh i'm sorry you have to deal yeah. with it with Fonzie. All right. <laughs> with that said, guys, thank you so much for tuning into the Contents Profit Podcast. Go ahead and follow the show in your favorite platform and follow us on social media at BizBrosCo. That is right. And if you found today's episode impactful, if Tim and Michelle help you move one step closer to your goal, please don't forget to share it and leave a five-star review. See ya. Bye, guys.